Welcome to the Dacus Report, hosted by Pacific Justice Institute founder and president Brad Dacus. For 25 years, PJI has counseled, represented, and defended people whose religious freedoms, parental rights, or sanctity of life have been obstructed or violated, all free of charge. We leave no one behind and level the playing field for Americans as they are subjected to the tyranny of the powerful. Now, here's Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. On today's program, uh, we're going to talk about the, the latest update with regards to what's going on in Florida and Disney and the battle uh, between Disney and the people of Florida, and the governor of Florida. Uh, we're also going to talk about some pending cases before the Supreme Court uh, that could have a big impact on our freedom of speech as well as our freedom of religion. Uh, tell me, talk about uh, these and other case matters. We have with us here, first off, our constitutional law attorney, Michael Peffer, who heads up our Southern California office for PJI. Welcome, Michael. Always great to be here, Brad. We've got a lot, to, lot going on in this country of ours that it's, it's really one of the reasons I'm really thankful to work for PJI. Because we are looking at a lot of things that are um, really game changers. Yeah. Yeah, day major, in and day out. Major game changers. Now, do I advise people to have a passport? Yes. <laughs> sure. I think everyone should, we should have a back door. Yeah. You know, that, that worst case scenario, uh, having a passport, having the freedom to, to leave our country yeah. is, a, is good. It's every, I think every American should have a passport, particularly people of faith, uh, because of all the tyranny and things we're seeing, and just, just the freedom just to be able to, to, to come and go. Uh, but we do, are, are far from throwing in the towel. We have over 150 cases in active litigation at PJI. That's right, yeah. We're seeing lots of, com making lots of, of uh, impact. Uh, we have offices in t 29 offices in 23 states. Right. Last I checked. So uh, this is definitely not the time to surrender. And then we see all these other states across the country, predominantly red states, passing great laws and statutes. Uh, doing great things, and we have our attorneys out there who are weighing in on different cases and uh, state amendments and things like that. So it's, uh, it's definitely encouraging. And in fact, to help us talk about one uh, amendment in, in one particular state, the state of Nevada, I'd like to bring on now uh, our attorney who uh, heads up our office uh, in, the, uh, in the state of Nevada. And, uh, but before we do that, uh, I'd first like to talk about what's going on in, in Disney, because I don't want to forget this. Michael. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know we're, we're going to get into the, the litigations and the cases out of, uh, out of our Denver or out of our um, Nevada office. But I, I, what's going on in Dis with regard to Disney, I think, is very important. Um, so you know, Disney's been doing all this political stuff. Yeah. You know, and on behalf of the radical LGBTQ anti-family, uh, you know, activists and lobbyists and criticizing the, the uh, state governor of Disney for wanting to defend kids so that they're up to the age of uh, through third grade. They're not exposed to, you know, two, you know, two men's sexuality and, and people cutting off body parts and changing, quote unquote, changing their gender. The average American thought that was minimal. Yeah, exactly. But Disney <laughs> is so radical and so anti-family, anti-values, anti-American as far as I'm concerned. They go on the, on the attack to attack Governor DeSantis for doing that. Yep. And then Governor DeSantis said, oh, okay, wow, so you're going to use your privilege 
to attack the, the positions of the legislature and the governor and the people of Florida. And we've been giving you free freebies and free uh, self-governance and all this free extra unique privileges. Yeah. We're going to take out, give rid of those privileges. We're not going to do that anymore. Uh, well, then I understand that Disney decided to say, okay, we're going to do an end run and we're going to have uh, all the authority of our existing governing board diverted to a third party before this, the state of Florida can come in and, and exer- exhibit uh, governance. That's sort of a, s- a simplified way of describing right, it. Yeah. So, and then now I heard that Governor DeSantis is now responding and saying, oh, not so fast. Uh, the legislature, uh, we're going to pass law that's going to reverse what you just did and put you back under the authority of the state of Florida and the people of Florida. And not only that, we may, we may actually put together a, uh, a prison. We may yeah. build a prison yeah. right next to Disney World. I mean, it's, I, I'm sort of res- I really respect DeSantis for not you know, be- wimping out and standing up to, to Disney as if Disney thinks that they're somehow an elitist, uh, you know, amoral entity that is, uh, is somehow on a higher plane that gives them the ability to just push their ide- ideology at the expense of the, the people of Florida. Yeah, and you know what? Disney, Walt Disney, and the Disney Company built a family-friendly empire. And everybody that has kids, that's what they wanted to show their kids. Family-friendly movies that, that were, and, and, and pieces that were helpful and, and yet wholesome. But it, it's a later thing that... Disney became this, now they're trying to be a woke empire. And unfortunately, those two things don't mix together well. The, 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 uh, this whole wokeness, pro-LGBTQ, uh, pro-trans, uh, uh, you know, uh, pro-actually putting things into movies that are complex. And, and frankly, the, the two movies they put out recently, the two cartoons, didn't do so well. No, and they had, they had, uh, they had gay... Characters. That's right. Explicit, in your face, gay characters for yeah. little children. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they, should, they should be ashamed of themselves. But, uh, I agree. But they're, they're so amoral. They're so delusional about right and wrong. Right. And we're talking not just about a, an activist here or there in the organization. We're talking about the whole machine just about. Yes. From the top down. So I think people need to take that to heart. Um, I, you know, I know people like rides, but there's other amusement parks. Yeah. And I know Disney is Disney, you know, but uh, I, I know just what the kids are exposed to it when they go to Disneyland now, the gift shops, little rainbow, you know, bathing suits for little infants and toddlers, pushing that, pushing it, uh, LGBTQ in your face at the amusement parks yeah. and out in their films and their pro- productions. Um, I'm encouraging people, I think they should, should discontinue the Disney Channel. Why? Yeah. Why bring that garbage into your family and let little children be exposed to it? Why? Yeah. You know, Brad, and, and I think this speaks to a larger issue. The, the, this woke, evil aspects of corporations now who feel like they got to do a culture war instead of doing what they're set up to do, producing a great product for kids. Wonderful. But but instead they're adopting like Bud Light and all this other business. They're they're adopting wokeness, and I think that the only way that that stops is if the people who normally support them at least 
try to do battle with some of them. Some of the things that, you know, maybe you don't care about Bud Light because you don't drink Bud Light or beer or whatever. But, but Disney is a, is, has built itself for decades on a family-friendly environment, and now they are no longer family-friendly. In fact, they're pushing these movies forward even though nobody likes Many people don't, don't want to take their kids there. No, Disney is no longer safe for family, for children. Yeah. It's just not safe. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of good Christian films that are out there. There sure are, like yeah. uh, the Jesus Revolution and and others that have come out and others that are coming out. There's one with Ronald Reagan's biography, his story, and uh, there's just you know there's great movies out there that are coming out. Uh, you know, Disney, I give them an F. Uh, you know, it's interesting. There's someone else <laughs> who gave them an F. Uh, the governor, uh, DeSantis of Florida, uh, he not only attacked, he gave Disney an F, but he also <laughs> Uh, he came out and attacked Anheuser-Busch right. for their Bud Light commercial. Yeah, Way to go, Governor DeSantis. Politics aside, uh, I think that was absolutely fantastic that he uh, spoke out and he says, you know what, I'm not going to drink Anheuser-Busch. I'm not going to drink their, their beer or Bud Light. Yeah. Because they used their resources and the funding of their, uh, and the capital of their investors to push and promote that which is sick. Right. Transgenderism, to promote it, which is <laughs> screwing up the lives of countless numbers, growing numbers across the country. It's demonic. So I, I, I won't ever, I don't think I will ever, ever uh, drink uh, Anheuser-Busch. I'm not a big beer drinker anyway, so to me it's not yeah, a big sacrifice. Yeah. But, yeah, me uh, too. I don't really like beer. I never really have liked beer. So it's, Well, I'm a health nut, so it's yeah, you know, that's true. red, that's red true. wine is much better for cholesterol than, than beer. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but still... Either it, way. Either way, um, you know, <clears throat> Anheuser-Busch, I think they've, they've really shot themselves. And then when they decide to come out and flaunt their... their they say, oh, they never apologized. They never said, we screwed up and we're going to fire a vice president. We're going to fire everyone responsible for this. No, they all still have their jobs. That's, That's right. still who Anheuser-Busch is in every way, shape, and form. The CEO has not been changed. The That's board right. of directors has not been changed. So they're, they're still, this is who they are. And then they had the audacity to insult our intelligence by coming out with one of their old <laughs> commercials with the, the horses and you know, showing America and how beautiful, wonderful America is with these horses, how great America is, which is an insult to our intelligence. Like, or we're going to look at it and go, oh, that's right. Anheuser-Busch is pro-America. I just forgot all the garbage that they stand for. Yeah. You know, Brad, are, we, are we that, are we, are we that have the mindset of a, a two-and-a-half-year-old? Is that what they think, that we just forget things that quickly? I think that they must think we're morons. So, so what, what, you know, oh, we're, I, I, you know, they had the vice yeah. president came out and gave a statement. Yes, I was served in the wars, and uh, I was in uh, the military, and we loved the military, and all this stuff. The, do they think we're stupid that they, that we'll just oh okay that's okay since you're patriotic you're a patriotic woke individual uh, to me stop it yeah. if you're gonna go with this step up to the plate and say yep this is it I'd have more respect for them if they just said hey I don't care what everybody says this we, we support the trans movement yeah or even better yet they said we screwed up we fired the people responsible. Yes. My concern, though, is the reason they have not fired that vice president and fired those people who are behind this thing is because it's from the top down. Yeah, well, I And agree. they know it. Yeah, I agree. So Anheuser-Busch, you know, I'm, 
you know, shame on them. I encourage people out there across America, do not buy their product. Do not buy it. Be loud and clear. Do not buy Anheuser-Busch or Bud Light. Uh, hats off to Governor DeSantis for standing up for that. Uh, I wish we had uh, you know, more statesmen uh, doing the same, uh, but a number of them have uh, stepped up on this, which is good. Sure. I think uh, Ted Cruz and a number of others, Senator Cruz and others have. Uh, and then we have some other companies that, you know, they need to have their hands slapped and we, don't, we should not be buying their products. Nike, they're, they're in the same woke, you know, basket of promoting perverted things that are harmful to children and, and, and damaging. Ulta, uh, U-L-T-A is a company that retail yeah. women's products. People shouldn't shop there anymore. And if they see Ulta, they walk in and say, I just want you to know um, that, you know, I used to buy my products here. And nothing against you personally, but I just want you to know that I'm no longer buying my products and people, my friends are no longer going to buy your products because of what you stand for. Yeah. And, um, and you know, until you change, you're not going to get my business. Uh, also, well, and I know that you wouldn't be over at Alta because it's uh, makeup stuff. Yeah, but, no. But I, yeah, uh, someone, I, in fact, when I was told this, I, I had to ask my wife. I said, okay, Ulta? I said, what's Ulta? Exactly. She goes, oh, that's a women's place. What, well, what do you mean? With makeup and bath and soap and whatever. Like, exactly. Perfume and et cetera. Yeah, the high-ticket items, actually. Yeah, they probably have a little men's group somewhere, a men's product or something. Probably. But I, yeah, I, I don't do my stuff there. So Yeah. Did you know that PJI preserves students' rights to share their faith and protects them from indoctrination? We also provide free resources to help promote evangelism within the public schools and educational resources to give parents legal advice for choosing an alternative to public education. Keep current on the educational landscape by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Folks, I, I want to remind you, if you want to keep up with our cases, uh, once again, go to our website, pji.org, and there you can sign up to get our Legal Insider uh, newsletter. It's very valuable. It talks about our cases. We can't talk about hardly any of them. We, have, we don't have time to talk about all our cases here on, on the show. So if you want more information, you want to keep up with our cases, information you're not going to see or hear from the mainline media, but is nonetheless impacting your fundamental freedoms and liberties, uh, go to our website, pji.org. Sign up to get our the Legal Insider. We're handling, I believe, more cases out there than any other organization of our kind, bar none. So we're the doers. We're the ones on the on the ground. We've got great stories, and we'd love to to share that with you. And at the very least, you can keep us in your prayers. Uh, we love prayer warriors. If you're our prayer warrior, yeah, I say you you know it. If you are one, uh, just uh, let our office know. We'll put you on a special prayer warrior list as well, and we'll be happy to give you uh, special prayer requests that we only send out to our prayer warriors because sometimes it's very uh, sensitive information that we don't want yeah. the, the media and everyone else to know about. That's right. But nonetheless, we see a need for, for prayerful intercession. So, um, Yeah, and in fact, um, I was talking to our assistant chief counsel, uh, Matt McReynolds, today. He's arguing tomorrow in front of the Ninth Circuit on a very important uh, free speech, uh, a free... Uh, uh, this was a case out of uh, Sacramento where um, a man was witnessing sharing his faith at, at the uh, a large uh, fairgrounds, uh, and they he got pushed away. And now we're we're wanting we think there should be more freedom that, that they don't have the ability to control everything around them. So this is the, going for the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Yes, that's right. Wow. Okay, so it's an important case. 
Uh, and I know that uh, it was, it's, it's uh, the story, the facts are really interesting because uh, there was a, an event open to the public at the, at the public fairgrounds, the state That's public right. fairgrounds That's in right. Sacramento. It's huge. Yep. And they tell this gentleman, oh, you're giving out little, not selling, not soliciting. You're giving out little, I think it was little coins with a Bible verse on them or something. Right. And uh, sharing Jesus. Oh, well, you can only do that in this tiny little, like, four by five box. Four feet right. by five, or five feet by six feet. Little, little zone, they call it, free speech zone. Yeah. Which happened to be sort of conveniently away from those people who were coming in. Exactly. And he's supposed to stand there and, and, and share from a distance as if he's got some kind of cootie bug or something, right. some kind of disease. Yeah. Uh, and and, the, and the, the fairgrounds is huge. So I, I think this is a great case, uh, and I think there's a very good chance that we're going to prevail, if not before the Ninth Circuit, then before the Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, Matt McReynolds has been with PGI for a long time. That's right. Very talented. Uh, very sharp. I've seen him argue before uh, appellate court cases. Uh, I'm I'm somewhat optimistic. How about you? Yeah, me too. Look, Matt is a a man that I call. We talk about our cases, and he oh, you should check out this case. He's got a photographic memory nearly about case law, so I, I'm really hopeful with this. It's it's this is an issue, uh, Brad, that we at PGI take very seriously. The, from time immemorial in the United States of America, the public sidewalks, even if it's around a public, uh, a, a, you know, public area, the public sidewalks are open forums. They're, 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 they're free speech they're free public speech. forums. That's right. That our case law has held in public parks the same way. That these are traditional public forums. That's right. Where in order for government to restrict someone. Preaching or speaking or s saying their politics or whatever, yeah. or reciting the alphabet, whatever, uh, in order for them to be silenced or limited, there has to be reasonable time, place, and manner restrictions. Yes, right. So I guess they can say, okay, um, at 1 a.m. in the morning, you know, it's uh, no, it's, it's just people asleep are going to yeah. hear you. Uh, you know, place, if you're in a residential community and you're right in front of someone's house, and you have a bullhorn. Right. Um, okay, that's the yeah. residential community. Those are protected exactly. places for people to have peace and quiet. Reasonable time, place, manner. If you've got a, if I said a bullhorn, if you've got a bullhorn that is way, some, you know, real high in decimals that violates the, uh, the noise ordinance. Yeah. But otherwise, Michael, generally speaking, they've got the freedom. That's right. And yet they're being prosecuted all the time, criminally prosecuted. That's right. And my understanding is we at Pacific Justice, we take on more of these cases defending free speech from people sh openly sharing the gospel, uh, I think, than any other organization in the country, bar none. Yeah, we do. And, and this is something that uh, is critically important. Remember, folks have to keep in mind, the right to free speech carries with it the right to be heard. Right. You don't just get to talk to yourself. You, you know, oh, you're free to speak as long as you speak over there where nobody can hear you. No, the, it's incumbent upon the right to free speech to be able to be heard. And the law has consistently supported that and consistently opposed these narrow, strict, uh, you know, uh, so-called time, place and manner. Although they're not, they're just basically doing away with free speech. 
And so that's why this is a really important case. I think it's in great hands with uh, Matt McReynolds. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I first hired Matt, I think he was like the, the second attorney we brought on staff. And he was, uh, it was interesting because when I brought him on, I interviewed him. And I kept thinking, boy, this guy just has like, a, he's like walking in legal encyclopedia. Yeah. And I said, what do you think about Marbury versus Madison? I went back farther and farther, the 1800s and farther yeah. and farther back. <laughs> and he was giving me these, these deep, you know, answers, the, you know, philosophical, legal, you know, answers. And I, and I looked at his resume and I'm thinking, well, where did he go to undergrad? Yeah. And I saw no undergraduate degree. I said, where'd you go to undergrad? He goes, oh, I skipped undergrad. I, I skipped college. I just went straight to law school. Exactly. I see. What's you, you straight to law school? You skipped undergrad, and yet I'm talking to him, hearing just how brilliant he is. Yeah, big time. And I sit there and I thought, I thought, okay. And I asked him. I said, okay. Um, I bet you were homeschooled, weren't you? Right. And he goes, yes. I said, I bet all your life, right? He goes, yes. I said, okay. That explains it all. And yeah, I, it I hired him. It does. And uh, he has been a, a huge blessing oh to the work gosh. of PJI. And I, and I think he's going to do a great job. But for people to know about these kinds of cases and things that are happening, they need to sign up to get our press releases. Right. Uh, and they can do that by getting a, going to our website, going to pji.org and getting our legal insider newsletters. This is a great case. It is a great case. And, uh, hey, we need to have the right judges on the panel, and we'll see what, what, where we go from here. But I think we've got the law on our side. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Now, the Supreme Court recently decided uh, not to hear a case. But, so a little bit of background. It's dealing with the abortion pill. Yeah. So <clears throat> the United States government has been allowing this abortion drug, not a birth control pill, an abortion pill. That's right. Which causes a woman to abort her pregnancy. That's right. And can have medical complications in it, massive bleeding, et cetera. So this is very, very controversial, and you had uh, some places, um, you know, contesting it. What, what happened in this case, and how did this get to the Supreme Court? Well, folks will remember that last year we had this earth-shaking decision called Dobbs. It overruled Roe v. Wade, and basically that had the effect <clears throat> of sending this issue back to the states. So the states had to, got to make the decisions about On it. abortions? On abortions. Okay. So uh, the federal government, through Biden's administration, decided, okay, we, it used to be that this abortion pill, uh, it used to be that you had to be under doctor's care for that. But the Biden administration decided, no, we're going to go ahead and uh, allow for it to be e uh, mailed out. So the woman takes these pills, which have a huge risk to them for hemorrhaging and other things, they just started sending it out. So this isn't trying to do an end run around the states that are adopting pro-life legislation. Exactly. Saying, no, no, we're so committed. The Biden administration mm. is so committed about killing and murdering That's right. precious little babies. Exactly. He says, no, no, forget medical health and safety issues. We don't want to stop the killing yeah. of the babies. We're going to send this drug out in the mail. Don't have to go to your doctor. Just send it out in the mail because we want the baby killing to continue. Go ahead. In indeed. And, and in fact... <laughs> Not only that, we don't care if the mother gets sick or dies or has catastrophic results from taking this medicine. So it's, it's, it's really, it, it magnifies the evil of abortion 
when we have an administration that's so sold out to baby killing, so sold out to the interests that support baby killing, that it doesn't even care about the health of the mother. Wow. And, and, wow. and you know, everybody, the, the pro-abortion crowd, we, we, we want what's important for the woman. No, you don't want what's important for the woman. No. And to and promote the killing and to promote the continued killing of babies right. for your weird philosophy of population control or exactly. racist uh, yeah. ideology because that's why Planned Parenthood was founded and to this day that is who they target that's right in the inner city so we know what their agenda is we know why they're what they're doing and why they're doing it uh, the stakes are very high so if uh, folks if you'd like to keep up with PJI get more information on our work you can go to our website pji.org um, or if you just simply text PJI to the number 71541 text PJI there and we'll be happy to keep you updated um, we got a lot going on across right. the country, but by God's grace, we're going to continue to see results. I'm going to be flying tomorrow to Texas uh, to uh, testify on some important religious freedom legislation. All right. We would love the opportunity to continue to serve you. Just visit pji.org and click the Legal Insider button to sign up for our email newsletter. At PJI, we help individual employees, employers, business owners, pastors, students, citizens of every stripe through our practical resources, counsel, representation, and defense, all free of charge at PJI.org. PJI is an island of stability and assurance in our ever-churning sea of legal and societal chaos. We are here for you. So folks, just remember... It's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms.